Yeah, I was I was on TikTok because I know we hadn't picked a movie, and then uh, I follow a lot of film filmmakers and movie pages on there, and one just came up that was like, "Oh, uh, movies that turned twenty five this month," and I was like, looking. Can't remember the other ones that are on there, but the one that stood out to me right away was uh, the uh, the Big Lebowski. So I was like, "Oh shit, it's turning twenty five. We should do that for this month." And uh, yeah, but um, dang, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. It's interesting. Just you ever you know when you're signing up for things online, and you have to like it's usually either if you don't type in your birth date, you have to scroll to it. Yeah. And then it just keeps getting further and further and further away from the year we're in. How do you think our parents feel, though? I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> I'm just I'll kidding. just knock that out of the... <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, yeah. That must really be crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> what what I think is crazy is like... Well, not necessarily a movie like this, but like when we did Boogie Nights, I'm sure my mom was watching that movie when it came out, and she was like, oh, my God. Mm. But we were like little-ass kids, and then... We did the podcast on that. She's like, oh, my son's watching these people fucking do cocaine and yeah. titties out blazing and a giant dong and everything. It's just super funny. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's jump into this one and play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steven here. What's up? Jason here. And uh, we got a very special presentation for you. Um, the day we are recording this, it is not, but the day you are listening to this, if you're listening to it on the day it drops, is the 25th anniversary of The Big Lebowski, directed by the Cohen brothers. Well, on the on the movie, it just says Joel Cohen, but um, for the most part, it's, it's Joel and Ethan Cohen. Um, but yeah, this movie, fucking all-time classic. I wrote a lot of, is this the best, best of this category, 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 mm. watching it. I was like, holy shit. Um but uh yeah the like i said it's 25th anniversary today uh which was march 6 when you're listening to this uh 1998 the movie had a budget of 15 million dollars and uh it made 46.7 million dollars even though it, it came uh to mixed reviews which i can understand but watching this movie now it it's just almost impossible to not just laugh at like almost everything in here. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane how many like great scenes there are in this movie, one after another, and uh, you know just classic lines that you know just are in the zeitgeist of of you know people people's uh, vocabulary and everything. So it's it's just fucking awesome. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't like this movie? No, I haven't. Either they've seen it. And they like it, or they haven't seen it at all. Or how about they've seen it, and they're just like, I don't get it. I think I think I've had that, but not anybody that's like, oh god, I can't stand that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've, because, I've, well, we'll get into it right now. Um, let's start at the beginning, like we always do, and talk about 
when we first saw this movie or when it first became relevant to us? Um, I remember seeing it on DVD in my 20s. Uh, I'm kind of glad I saw it then. Yeah, definitely. And not as a teenager because uh-huh. I, pro- I, I, I would probably not have liked it as no, much. No, for sure, for sure. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'd say I'd seen it. I think it was one of those movies um, going back to the apartment that Shibalba used to live in. Yeah. In Pomona. Um, I think this is one of the ones that we would watch a lot. As a as a band as a as a group yeah and uh, and it's a nice uh, like hangover movie like you oh, wake yeah. up after yeah. a long night at party and somebody yeah. puts on Big Lebowski oh for and sure just sit out and there's many of those mornings so, yeah yeah or afternoons should I yeah, say definitely. <laughs> um, that we would watch movies like this so I I want to I want to attach that memory to to the Shibuya House to the yeah watching this movie for the first and time. when when you when you remember seeing it in its entirety. And, like, remembered the jokes and everything. Was it something that, like, in the wheelhouse of people, like... Because there's things in this movie where something happens in my real life and I'll just apply it immediately to the Big Lebowski. Yeah, the, a big one is... And that's your, like, your opinion, That's man. exactly what I was like, going to say, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just so many, there's so many good things. All right, yeah. so for me, actually, it's exactly what you said, is I, I don't even think I was a... Well, I was a teenager... Or like preteen, my sister Irene, um, me and her were really close growing up. She's the closest to me. I mean, we're split by four years, but uh, me and her were really close because we were the youngest and we spent a lot of time together. Um, and she was in high school when I was like in junior high. And I'm not sure how she came by the movie. Maybe a friend, uh, like, because at this point it was already the 2000s, so it's not like she saw it in theaters or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how she came by it, but this this either VHS or DVD just showed up at our house and she would just watch it all the time and just talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And me being like, you know, trying to be her shadow and just like totally enamored with her and wanted to be like her in every way. I would sit there and watch the movie, but the only person I recognized really was John Goodman because, uh, you know, he, he was Fred Flintstone and mm-hmm. on Roseanne and all this shit. Um and I would pretend that I liked it, but I really didn't understand anything that was happening mm-hmm. in it. Um, and it wasn't until years later, like early 20s, uh, when a group of friends all lived in the same house. It's the same thing. A group of friends all lived in the same house down in Chino. And when they put it on and either I was drunk or high as fuck and we're watching this movie and I'm just like, dude, this is. There, there is so like little time for like not laughing in this movie and and in a way that's not similar to something like like for instance i remember the first time i saw wedding crashers in the theater there were so many jokes and people were laughing so hard that like you missed a lot of jokes oh yeah yeah but it's it's that type of comedy where it's like supposed to be like so outlandish and brash that like people are laughing at like the depravity of it whereas Mm -hmm. this movie it's the like how fish out of water Jeff Lebowski is in pretty much every situation that he gets put into this movie, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's fucking so hilarious the entire time. Yeah. And then also the ensemble cast is just you know things are kind of just happening to him. And uh, yeah, watching it then, and then it would come on cable, watching it, and then eventually I went and picked up my own copy of it, and it's just been. It's been great ever since mm-hmm. knowing this movie and then showing it to people who haven't seen it. And everything. Oh, yeah. It's it's awesome. Jeff Bridges, up until this point... Oh, I guess we'll go into it. Never mind. 
What were you going to say? Because we're going to do the cast right now anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, starting with him, um, up until this point, he's he had always been a pretty serious actor, right? Yeah, serious actor or, like, a good-looking face. Yeah. Like, you know, like, this was the first he's time. He's a good-looking guy, no, he's even fucking, as a bum. Yeah, he's fucking like, beautiful, beautiful man. Uh, <laughs> wonderful woman. Uh, but, yeah, no, he had always been, like, a seri- more serious actor, uh, done a lot of... Uh, a lot of like oh fucking drama stuff or like kind of uh comedies but not comedies that are like this at mm-hmm. all for sure so um one of his first movies that i fucking really love is uh by peter bogdanovich the last picture show just an amazing movie he's really really young in that him and uh sybil shepherd uh there's a movie my mom loves called uh star man where he's like an alien, he comes down. It's almost like an E.T., but he's E.T., pretty much, and he's like on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, people also know him from Tron from 1982, the original Tron and Tron Legacy that came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone through a lot of different renaissances. Like like I said, he's like a leading man, good-looking dude. Uh, did movies like, like I said, Last Picture Show, The Vanishing, Blown Away, Arlington Road. Um, I know one of your movies that you like, K Pax in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. But this this movie really kind of changed people's perception of him because, like I said, he was always good looking dude, drama guy, and then this um turned him into like you know kind of a go to comedy guy. Like he could mm-hmm. he could play both uh play both sides pretty much. Uh, but yeah, Jeff Bridges he's gotten only better with age. Yeah, he started sure. he started the MCU with Robert Downey Jr. As Obadiah Stane, which mm-hmm. is funny, I was bringing this up um, in uh, Avengers Endgame. Thor is all fat and he's got a beard and everything. There's a part where Robert Downey Jr. walks by him. And he's like, "Oh, one side Lebowski," oh. but it's just funny because <sighs> the f- first villain in the first Iron Man movie is Jeff Bridges, so mm-hmm. it's like that nice like yeah. meta humor. And then he's won. Uh, I think he's won one Oscar for for. Uh, for best actor, he was nominated for True Grit, but lost. And then uh, he's really good. In that movie. The year before, he, I think he won his Oscar for Crazy Heart, which I could have sworn oh, I that seen that, yet. that movie came out afterwards, but apparently not. Um, recently, he was in Hell or High Water. Well, not recently; it was 2016, oh, but it was fucking really, really cool. And then he was on a TV series called The Old Man uh, in t- 2022. I think it uh, was a limited series, so it should be over. But yeah, Jeff Bridges is fucking awesome um and he's great in this movie he's absolutely hilarious and uh yeah that's that's uh he's got that tommy lee jones uh style kind of like they can both be an old lawman oh yeah no like, Hell, like both, dude like hell or high yeah. water he's basically yeah that, that could have easily been tommy lee jones in yeah. that movie um next up we got mr john goodman um john goodman's been a lot of shit over the years like i said he was on roseanne for a long time he's like one of america's dads i think this is one of his most prominent roles as well big lebowski in 1998 um 1994 i mentioned he was the live action version of fred flintstone i think when that movie came out it was like just there's no way anybody else is going to play that role Mm. except for uh john goodman yeah uh it it just made so much sense uh he's also worked with disney a few times the emperor's new groove which i saw everybody raves about that movie i saw it for the first time recently 
Didn't care for it. Dude, you're like 30 fucking how old? I can watch cartoons whenever and and like them. It doesn't matter. See fucking car- cartoon movies now and they're awesome. But that movie, I was like, this movie's not funny, really. It was a weird transitional time for Disney that I don't think uh, a lot of good shit was coming out. At least the cartoon cartoon ones. But uh, also 2001, he's in Monsters, Inc., which is a great fucking movie. I was, dude, I was like, eh, I was like a teenager when that movie came out. Uh, A little movie that I watched every summer um, going into eighth grade called Coyote Ugly. Uh, I've never seen that. It's a stupid chick flick. I know know what it is. I just... Yeah, never bothered. I don't. I don't know why. There was one summer. There's like two new VHSs in my house, and like I would watch that and another movie I can't remember. Like Spice Girls. No, nah, it wasn't that one. It was like way later. <laughs> uh, he's worked with the Coen Brothers a bunch of times. This is not his first time. Barton Fink in uh, 1991. He's also in Oh Brother, Oh Brother, Where Art, Where Art Thou? Oh yeah. I first remember seeing him in Arachnophobia with Jeff Daniels. You know that one? Yeah, I saw it. He's the ex- exterminator man. He dies like right away. Yeah. But he's just been in so many different things over the years. Uh, also, uh, Community, which is a, one of my favorite shows these days. Um, Flight with Denzel Washington. Oh, that, he's like his he's fucking really cocaine dealer or whatever. Oh. Um, and yeah, he's he's just been in a bunch of stuff. King Ralph, I remember that one. Apparently he's in the Blues Brothers. I don't remember him in that movie. I don't either. But uh, yeah, John Goodman. Him in this movie... I think this is probably his best role ever. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I wasn't. Well, what were you going to say? I wouldn't be surprised if he would have gotten nominated or won for like a best supporting actor. Uh, But comedies don't win, right? Do they? Not best picture, but actors for sure. There's been many actors. that Dude, uh, many people that have won for best actor in a comedy. His best. I mean, he's in a lot of oh, other great that's, movies. That's another movie that was in the mystery box of VHSs. That Which my one? Dad brought. Matinee. What the fuck is Matinee? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that movie. Uh, uh, he did play uh, fucking... I, m- I remember it was a green VHS. Oh, Matinee. I see. Yeah. He also played uh, the great Bambino in The Babe. Mm. Uh, yeah. He's in a bunch of shit. John Goodman. I I honestly think this is like his best work. For me personally, yeah. Oh, he's in Fallen. Yeah, Fallen. Denzel Washington. So he's worked with him a couple times. Um, we could talk briefly about Steve Buscemi. We've talked about him on this podcast a, a couple times. Um, just great actor. Him as Donnie in this movie, just really endearing and just, just super funny. He's in the background and yeah. he doesn't really get a lot of play. No, he's really nice and just it, it's it's especially at the time because he's really good at bowling too. Right? Yeah, no, he's great. And then right before this, he's in Fargo uh, that the Coen Brothers did, and he's a completely different. He's a piece of shit in that movie, really mean, oh, yeah. really nasty. And in this movie, he's just so nice and just that contrast. It just goes to show you like how great of an actor he is and how many different um, levels he can play. Next, we got uh, Julianne Moore, who is, I've come to the conclusion, I think my favorite actress, uh, favorite working actress at least, for sure. She's been in a lot of things. We talked about her on the Boogie Nights podcast as well. Things like Evolution, which is an underrated gem. It's like uh, Ghostbusters, but with aliens. Oh. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's directorial debut, Don John, which is oh. a great movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sequel to Jurassic Park, The Lost World. 
Crazy Stupid Love, like we said, Boogie Nights, a movie called Chloe, where her and Amanda Seyfried get down with it. Ooh. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy movie. She replaced uh, Jodie Foster as uh, Clarice in Hannibal, the sequel to Silence of the Lambs, and she's just all around. Did you finish Magnolia? Yeah. You finished it? Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um, it's 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 a really good movie, but... When you're like, oh, wait for it. Yeah. You're talking about the frog? Yeah. Okay. And then also the like the fucking sing along part at the end too. It just it's go that movie goes off the rails in so many different ways. Which part which sing along part? They all like uh Oh they all they all start singing uh yeah, that Amy, song. Amy Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is a great song by the way. But uh I don't get the frog part. You know what? I don't get it either. It's a plague thing, but I don't know. It's, yeah. it's very strange. It's super strange. So crazy. Really strange. But, uh, yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff, a bunch of great stuff. Children of Men, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully we do that on this podcast That's at some point. Um, she's won uh, Academy Award, I believe, for Still Alice. I think that's the one that she won for. But she's fantastic. I absolutely love her. Um, like I said, one of my favorite actresses of all time. Uh, John Turturro's in this movie as well. Obviously, he's worked with the Coen brothers a bunch of times. Barton Fink, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, he actually made a uh, sequel to this movie called Jesus Rolls. Oh, it's like a spinoff oh, okay. uh, about his character Jesus in this movie. He's recently on Severance. It's a great show oh, on Apple Plus. Awesome show, yeah. Um, he was also in The Batman. He played uh, Carmine Falcone in that one. Uh, just a bunch. The first time I remember becoming aware of him is when uh, Johnny Depp's career got reinvigorated uh you see it right there uh from pirates of the caribbean and then he was just in everything and then he did this adaptation of a stephen king like short story called uh secret window Mm. which was a terrible movie and he was in it and he played he played the villain and uh it just uh yeah it was not good but i was like oh that guy and then i kept on seeing him and other stuff over the years we also got Sam Elliott, who plays a stranger. Um, we talked about him on the Tombstone uh, podcast. He's been in a bunch of stuff over the years. Got a very iconic voice and a very iconic uh, mustache as well. Oh, yeah. Tara Reid, who kind of slipped into the uh, ether of Hollywood. She was in this movie, and then she kind of broke out in American Pie. And then her career kind of just fizzled out after yeah. a while. I think she's in a couple of the Sharknadoes, but... Uh, <laughs> Other than that, she really hasn't done anything of significance. I, I even thought in American Pie she was annoying. I didn't think she was annoying. I just didn't, didn't really, really care. care for her. Yeah, yeah. I, just I was like, like she's, eh, she's whatever. I was more interested in fucking, like, I always liked L- Natasha Lyonne, who's like a side yeah, character in that movie. Yeah. And obviously, Shannon Elizabeth in that <sighs> and fucking Jane Silent Bob Strike Back and Scary Movie and everything. Yeah. But um, next up, we got Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman, who oh, yeah. plays Brant in this movie. We talked about him on Boogie Nights as well. He's mm-hmm. in that movie. He's in Magnolia, like we said. He's won, He won his Oscar for Capote. Um, uh, just an amazing actor. So, And the fact that he could be serious, he could be scary. He's. I mean, obviously, he's in uh, uh, Mission Impossible 3 as mm-hmm. a villain. Um, he's also in the third installation of like the Hannibal Lecter series, Red Dragon. He's fantastic in that. Yeah. Just a fucking insanely good actor. He can do comedy too. He can do, he can do a lot of, this is, he's fucking hilarious in this movie. Have you seen Along, Along Came, Came Polly? Polly? He's the best part of that whole movie. 
I just sharted. Let it rain. Yeah. Raindrop. <laughs> I just sharted. Dude. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah. We have to this party right that's, now. I think, I think that's the inception <laughs> of sharted. It I might, it so, might have yeah. been like a term people use amongst each other, but I think nationally, worldwide, sharded spawned from that movie. Because <laughs> so I had never heard of it from before then. Uh, <laughs> let's run through the rest of them kind of quick. Uh, yeah. David Huddleston, who plays the Big Lebowski, uh he uh he's been in a lot of shit over the years notably he's uh in blazing saddles he played the grandpa on one of my favorite shows of all time just a recurring role uh the wonder years he also did the voice for the ceo of warner brothers and the um animaniacs tv series Mm -hmm. uh just been a bunch of stuff over the years uh got a lot of casting what ifs for him um if we want to talk about that before we jump into the actual movie but uh, yeah, he's he's great as the, the Big Lebowski. I'm actually there's a lot of big names that they wanted as 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 him, uh-huh. and I could definitely see them being that character. But him in this movie it just makes perfect sense to me, and I, I think there's there's some things that happen in this movie that wouldn't lend themselves to these other bigger actors, and we can yeah. talk about that when we get there. But uh, yeah, David Huddleston. Uh, next up, we got uh, that guy that I made sure I learned his name, Peter Stormare. Is in so many things, and funny story about it. He's I don't know where he's from, but I think, uh, I think he's like uh, Scandinavian or yeah, something, right? But what's funny about him? I saw on an interview yeah, Swedish on an interview of like in in Hollywood in the nineties. They're like, oh, we have a role for a Russian guy or a German guy or blah blah. He'd do it all, and he he was like, oh, they don't know what they sound like, so I'm just gonna do whatever accent I have, and then everybody's like, yeah, you're, that's great, that's great. But Peter Stormer has been in so many fucking movies. Fuck uh, yeah. Obviously, he worked with the with the Coen Brothers before this in Fargo. Um, he plays a devil in Constantine. He's fantastic. He's in Armageddon. He's a Russian uh, cosmonaut. Mm-hmm. Minority Report. He's fucking great in that movie. Uh, Bad Boys 2, just so many fucking movies. Oh, he's in The Lost World with Julianne Moore as well. People's uh, paths cross so much in this in this movie. He's got a very small role in Nacho Libre when he takes him to the side of the cliff and tells him to eat the fucking eagle eggs. Uh, he's just got one of those faces that... Uh, he's got a great voice. Oh, great voice. And he can just be a small... Uh, character in a movie where like oh we need to go see this guy yeah 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 he, all, all the time all and the he time. knows he knows how to help he's he in that he's in that guy and he shows up he's like what do you want <laughs> yeah. that's literally yeah. his, him Minority Report <laughs> fucking Nacho Libre yeah. fucking all all these movies it's it's fucking he's great. really funny in Wind Talkers. Wind talk is he funny in that movie? I don't remember. No, that movie I mean, very funny. I mean, funny as in he's supposed to be an, oh, an American, American yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that's what like that's. sergeant or whatever. <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, also, there's a video game that I love. If you any video game players out there, uh, it's called Until Dawn. It's a horror video game where your choices change the like outcome of the game. He's in that, a uh, bunch of other great actors in there as well. Uh, Remy Malik to name another one, but. Um, Peter Stormer, fucking fantastic. Uh, in, he plays John Carl. Wick, right? That he's in John Wick too. I think so. Yeah. That? Oh. Um, and uh, he plays Carl Hungus in this movie. Uh, a couple more. David uh, Thewlis. Du- he plays Knox, the dude with uh, at Mod's house. Mm. He's in a bunch of shit in the nineties. This Dragonheart. Um, fuck, what's that other movie I was thinking of? I can't remember. But uh, also he shows up in Kingdom of Heaven. I know you like that movie as well. And then he's in the Harry Potter series. He's, I think he shows up in the third movie and then he's there until the end. Uh, but yeah, he's he's actually a great actor. He's in the 
third season of Fargo with Ewan McGregor. He's like the villain in that. Uh, really good. In this movie, he's pretty funny. He just sits there and laughs and just an asshole. Hmm. Obviously, Flea from uh, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers Flame, but, you know, he's no uh, he's no uh, foreigner to acting. He's yeah. Obviously. Uh, point Break. Point. Yeah, Point Break. Uh, Wait, Back to the Future. No. No, no, that's Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Uh, back Different to the, member. <laughs> uh, back to the Future. That's, he's, that's he's, the one. He's in yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, he was recently in the Obi One series on Disney Plus. Uh, but yeah, uh, after that we got John uh, Polito, uh, who plays Dafino, the Dis- discount uh, Danny, DeVito. Danny DeVito. He actually plays Danny DeVito's brother on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But he's been in a bunch of stuff over the years. But uh, yeah, that's the cast. So I'm casting what if. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 oh, okay, no, okay, no. Okay, 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 okay. Wait. I knew that this is this was going to come up, and I can't believe I I almost forgot. Mr. Ben Gazzara. Is that fucking Jackie Treehorn? Yeah. Okay. And also known. Is he from Beverly Hills Cop 2? Nope. Okay. Is he from, uh, from, hold on, give me a second here. Is he from uh, uh, Cop and a Half? <laughs> Those are my go-tos? Yeah. Or no. no, what is he in? Well, he's from he's from a little movie called Roadhouse. Oh, I still haven't seen Roadhouse. Oh man, he plays Brad Wesley. I'm so down, anyone I'm out there who has seen Roadhouse, you know Brad Wesley. He's a complete scumbag. I've heard movie. great, ridiculous things about that movie. Oh, it's a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, before we jump into the movie, some casting what ifs. Uh, for the Big Lebowski. They had plenty of people in mind. I guess their first, uh, their very first guy that they wanted was Marlon Brando, which I Brando's great. Don't get me wrong; he's one Not of the great, one of the greatest of all time. Um, I don't think he could have done this, no, especially no. especially at the time. His heart was not in acting at so all. Bad. Yeah, just it would have been so mundane. And anything, just so, he should he should have did uh, Mr. Lebowski, the dude. No, oh, you're talking about Mr. Lebowski. Yes, yeah. Oh, I thought you said... The Big Lebowski. The, the Big Lebowski is Mr. Lebowski. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, yeah, they wanted him for that. Oh, I could see that. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Kind of. Um, other ones that they wanted, uh, Robert Duvall. That I could kind of see. See, this is the reason why I was saying they wanted Robert Duvall, Hackman, Gene Hackman. Those are all two good actors. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, George, George C. Scott, I could kind of see. Um, Ernest Borgnine, I could kind of see, but with like Hackman, Duvall and Hopkins, like the part where John Goodman picks them up out of the wheelchair and they're like crying and like, or like when he shows up at the house in front of the fucking fireplace and they're crying and everything, I just can't see that comedic performance coming out of those actors. It just, it doesn't. Gore Vidal was another one and even he's kissed more boys than I have. Um, Charlize Theron for Bunny. She's too good for this yeah, for that role. No. I could see her as Maud, uh, yeah. but uh, as Bunny, no, yeah, there's no way no. she's too good for this. Um, this might, I mean, in retrospect, it doesn't. It it seems weird to me now, but if you think back about it, who Jeff Bridges was and who this person was, both incredibly good looking, like talented actors. Their first pick for the dude, Mel Gibson. Why was I thinking that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just very strong job, blue green eyed dudes. That is fucking, weird. Yeah, they they wanted Mel Gibson, which I thought was was strange, but 
when you think about it, it's no. like they're they're almost in the same place at the at that time. Yeah, he's he's also too. He doesn't have the looseness. I don't think so either. That Jeff Bridges has. I don't think so because Jeff Bridges Bridges is from California, right? Yeah, he's yeah, from yeah. LA. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something that you kind of have to like know. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to. I mean, Daniel Day Lewis could have done this. He could do anything. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are our casting what-ifs. Um, little tidbits about the movie beforehand. Uh, the big or the dude is based on two people, a movie producer named Jeff Dowd, mm. who uh, the Coen brothers met, and they're just like, oh, this guy's incredible. <laughs> and then they had another friend who uh, they met through mutual friends, and they're like, oh, he just had a bunch of stories of shit that happened to him. He was a Vietnam vet, and he had a friend who was a Vietnam vet that mm. – uh, like roped him into a, a, a amateur softball league. They cha- they changed it from softball to bowling because they wanted to fit the aesthetic of like kind of like a 50s, 60s thing because that's mm-hmm. when bowling became uh, bowling became uh, like more prevalent in pop culture. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that being is like this is obviously like a fucking detective story or whatever. And there's a dude by the name of Raymond Chandler who has movies from back in the day that they were kind of like molding this entire like experience off of, which mm. – I think is kind of fun. I've never seen any of his films, at least I don't think by name. So I'm probably going to be checking those out now because uh, it just seems fun. It yeah. seems fun. But uh, yeah, he was based on both the, both those people. And uh, yeah, I just thought that was a cool little tidbit to throw, throw in there. All right. Well, let's jump into the actual movie now. Um, right off the bat, what do you got coming out the gates? Writing a check for 60 cents. <laughs> I think it's 69 cents or 68 cents oh. or something now. But ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, he doesn't have 60 cents lying around in change. I don't think he wants to make the effort to look for it. Jesus. He's the laziest person. So he'll make imagine. the effort of writing a check? I mean, I he's, like already, he's already standing there. The checkbook is, he's got it. The change is scattered around the apartment somewhere. Where's you know? the money coming from? Where the check's going to clear through? Uh, unemployment? I don't know. That's it's, Unemployment, you're only on for six months. You can sign up again. It's a fucking. He seems like that's a he, hassle. He so that like, that's a hassle. So he'll go through that hassle. It, he'll do it if it means he doesn't have to go to work. Fuck, but you got constantly got to pretend that. Believe me, I know somebody who pays money so they don't have to go to work, and I think I know you know who that person is. But people do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, what should we call it? Um, just from the beginning. Uh, this movie, it's it's just like right when it started, I was like, damn, this is such a great Los Angeles movie. And they're all over Los Angeles. They're in Malibu. They're in L.A. They're in Pasadena. They're, they're, for anybody who – obviously, Los Angeles is kind of a piece of shit now. But it, it's just – it was a really nice aesthetic. And there are nice parts of Los Angeles as well, not just the fucking really high-end parts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not the same as it was uh, back in the day. Yeah. But – um. Yeah, it, it's just a nice uh, L.A. movie, and then we get that um, we get that uh, Sam Elliott, you know, fucking uh, voiceover, and we have this tumbleweed rolling through town. And I was watching it, and this is the first time I ever thought like Sam Elliott's character is called the Stranger, and mm-hmm. he kind of just shows up in and out of like places, no, like without yeah. announcement. And they're showing this tumbleweed. I'm like, dang. It wouldn't be a stretch, especially with this movie, how fucking weird it is that, like, 
Sam Elliott is like the tumbleweed coming, just oh, yeah. roaming through the city, and yeah. he stops for a while, and then just keeps on going, keeps keeps moving for sure, past yeah. or whatever. Um, always thought that was great. The scene where you're talking about where he's uh, writing the check, he's. I noticed that he. I noticed the George Bush part, but I didn't notice that he does it to like Maude and a few other people in the movie. Where he's watching George Bush talk about this aggression against will not, will not stand, yeah. and then he uses that later on. Then he does that with, with something that Maude says later on as well, and yeah. something that the stranger says. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he's just you know rolling through life and kind of just he picks up little sayings. Like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> What 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 else he got? Uh, when he's back at home, he's back at his apartment, and immediately gets fucking yeah. Do you think? Because I was thinking about this towards his- towards the end of the movie. Before this movie happens, Jeff Lebowski's life is like nothing happens. Yeah, that's how he likes it. And this is the first time anything of significance has ever happened mm-hmm. to him ever. But I okay, so I I. Did feel that, and I just thought of something now that I actually looked up and we talked about later, but maybe I'll forget about it. Um, Regardless, I think that's probably one of the first, like, there's so many scenes in this movie that are fucking great. Yeah. And this is definitely one of them. Just comes in, <laughs> looks, just something's not right here, and then immediately just toiling ahead. Where's the money, Lebowski? You want that money, Lebowski? Bunny says you're good for it. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the fucking money, shithead? Oh, it's, uh, oh, oh, it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look. Don't fuck with us. Your wife owes money to Jackie Treehorn. That means you owe money to Jackie Treehorn. Ever thus the deadbeats, Lebowski. No, no, don't do that. Not on the rug, man. See? See what happens, Lebowski? You see what happens? Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Your wife is Bunny. My 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 wife, Bunny? Do you see a wedding ring on my finger? Does this place look like I'm fucking married? The toilet seat's up, man. Where's the money, Lebowski? Yeah. Where's the fucking money, shithead? <laughs> so good, dude. Um, oh, I don't know. Let me look again. It might be in there. <laughs> it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look. <laughs> so good. And then just those two, just to those guy, those two guys. He's like, "Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. <laughs> Your wife is Bunny. My wife, dude. Does just- it look like I'm fucking married, man? <laughs> the toilet seat is up." <laughs> just the the rationale that he has for yeah. most of the things in his yeah, life yeah. and how they are. It's just you know who he reminds fantastic. me of. He kind of reminds me of this guy I work with at uh, Observatory. Okay. His name is Daryl. Uh-huh. Have I talked to him? Ta- no, talked I don't to you about, so. about I don't him. Think so. He's like in his fifties. He's a fucking hippie, but he has a job. Yeah, yeah. and he's really good at his job. Uh-huh. So Daryl, if you ever listen to this, I'm not talking shit. But, but you're just your vibe is. But is, his vibe is very much like he comes to work. Yeah, he set. He's a sound guy. Yeah, uh, he sets up his shit. He does his job very well. Yeah, yeah. But he does it at, at his pace. Oh yeah, and that's the pace you got to do. Now. And he also doesn't fuck around either. If you try to like tell him what's what, like you come in there and he's try like, to this boss him, aggression will not stand. Basically, man. yeah. And he's always high. Nice at work. Nice, 
and and he's just always high. He's so chill. I wish I could he's be unbothered. high in social situations now, yeah. like I was when I well, I could be like that when I was younger, but yeah. I could never go to work high, yeah. even when I was younger. But yeah. I wish I could because then yeah. you're just like, oh, dude, whatever, man. Because he, I'm like, dude, I'm like. Like, how do you, like, just function like yeah. that? He's like, well, because I'm always high. So I'm yeah. just like, that's, that's just like his, how his, I am. His that's baseline. my baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That sounds great. Uh, but he's he has very dude-like energy. Yeah. And and I was thinking about that the whole time I was watching this movie. Like, this is kind of Daryl, dude. This is <laughs> awesome. He wears fucking Birkenstocks. He wears shorts and a tie-dye shirt. <laughs> nice, dude. So, and he's got, like, a white head of hair, white beard. Oh, he's bald, actually. White beard. You should just start calling him the dude. And he loves fish. The band. Oh, the band. I yeah. was like, huh? I was like, like he's obsessed with fish. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like his favorite band ever. No credence. Oh, he loves all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you should just start calling him the dude. I'm going to just refer to him as the dude yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh this movie, this is the first of, of many of Is This the Best? Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Um Probably one of the best cold opens of a movie ever. Um, for those of you who don't know what a cold open is, it's basically on TV shows and in movies where you have an established uh, like story or just a setup for what's going to happen, and then roll credits afterwards. Uh, so, like Pulp Fiction, it's the diner scene, and then the credits come after mm-hmm. that. Uh, I think one of the best ones out there. It arguably there's a lot of other good ones. Pulp Fiction, like I said, it's fucking great other tarantino movies i think this movie rivals a lot of tarantino movies on stuff that it does so best cold open some of the best needle drops in this movie that i've ever seen like just really really good stuff uh opening uh, opening credits some of the best opening credits i've ever seen yeah which not a lot happens but as far as it pertains to this movie the bowling. I love the oh, guy, yeah, the yeah. fat guy's yeah, little yeah, yeah, little yeah. Sh- little shimmy, and then the fat hand over the fucking yeah. over the uh, <laughs> the hand dryer at the bowling so alley. Good, man. It's just the, the Coen Brothers' attention to detail That's and the, their their ability to do comedy and drama in such distinct ways, and yeah. then meet them in movies like True Grit, which is. Very serious at times, Dude. but extremely funny at it's other wild. times. Yeah, they're, they're just master filmmakers. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. Uh, what else you got over there? I like pretty much because I mean the rug is 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 it's like it ties the whole movie. It's together. like his John Wick. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like killing his, his, his dog. Puppy. Yeah, it's puppy. You fucked with my rug. This is the only <laughs> thing I care about. Now you got my attention. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he had like. Dude, he has to go. To, he goes to this guy's house. I, I think that's his own principle. Yeah. About if anything, everything and anything happens to him outside of his apartment, mm-hmm. like he doesn't really care that much. But in his domain, people just keep intruding and doing mm-hmm. things, and that's when he like. So that right there brings me to this real quick before I continue with that. Yeah. Yeah. I so I've seen this movie a lot, but I never really understood why. Uh, Sam Elliott is is there, and why he he's a cowboy, and what he brings to the movie, mm-hmm. and what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. and and Alyssa and I were talking about it because she's seen this movie a, a few times too, and yeah. So we were talking about it, and then she's like, "Well, it's like it, this movie's a a modern day western in a way." I go, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well, um, they're they're like messing with him, and he's trying to just be peaceful." 
Yeah, like a ranch, like a rancher. Yeah, and these people. Yeah, yeah. okay. So then I had to dive a little deeper, and mm-hmm. I looked up online, um, and I was like, okay, what is the meaning of Sam Elliott? And it's, then, it's like uh, Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah, and I read this dude's uh, um, little piece on it, and it fucking clicked everything. He really? Was, yeah, he's like, Sam Elliott is the embodiment of American individualism, and like that 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 notion of. I'm not bothering you, so don't bother me. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to live my life in this way. Uh huh. And I'm not fucking with anybody, mm-hmm. so don't fuck with me or else. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically the dude. He, yeah. Like he, you know, in a western, it's like either the guy was a gunslinger or yeah. a lawman, which and is, is trying to be peaceful. Yeah. And now he has to go back, which is something that I that I. Uh, what I was bringing up earlier mm-hmm. is at the end of the, or towards the end of the movie when he's sleeping with Maude, she's asking him about himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a – he talks about being the Seattle 7, uh, being part of the Seattle 7 and then the Huron document or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the Seattle 7 were like charged with starting a riot for like, poli- like political activism mm-hmm. and then the Huron document or whatever. It's another like democratic manifesto of like – demands that like students were asking for back in then so he's like a freedom fighter back in yeah. the day and then he hangs up his guns because yeah. capitalism and individualism won and, and then this like, is ah. like this is drawing him back out into the yeah. into the fight so yeah, yeah both my research and your research corroborates exactly yeah. what yeah and Melissa he, was saying and really. he's just like yeah like why are you guys fucking with me yeah like i'm not fucking with anybody i'm an old hippie yeah and like Okay, you want me to go back out? I will. And the rug is making me do it. Like, because <laughs> yeah. you see how happy he is when he gets the rug Dude, back. Yeah, yeah. He's oh laying, my god, he's, he's laying on the floor. Oh, he's so happy it and fucking listening to the yeah. bowling pins. Just, it's great. Yeah. It's so great. you know, with that, I was like, man, this movie just became that much better. Oh yeah, to me just with layers, that under- layers and layers with that understanding. Um, also, wrote this down. This could be one of the most quotable movies of all time for sure. Yeah. Uh, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah. You're out of your element. <laughs> I am the walrus. I am the walrus. Not that Lennon. V.I. Lennon. <laughs> uh, I had to I had to write this down. I wish I was a dude, but I am 100% Walter for sure. Mm. Hanging on to the past, just angry about. <laughs> what. What's funny to me is how, how crazy and bigoted Walter is. Oh, yeah. But when... When Jeff uses the Chinaman slur, oh yeah, and then he's like, "Also, dude, Chinaman is not the correct moniker in this." Yeah, <laughs> in this but then situation. he says it, and right then after. he says it right after. But it goes back to the fact that, like, because like, it would make sense to me that that uh, Donnie is like probably a little bit racist or whatever, and he would use that language. But the dude being a fucking you know, fucking uh, fighter for fucking democratic like shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And being just so chilled, I don't think that he would have any racist pieces in his bones. No. But that's part of, like, white culture in the 90s, which is another reason why, like, on the rewatchables when they're talking about Reservoir Dogs and they're all using the N-word in the car. And they're like, oh, that didn't age well. And I'm like, dude, it ages pretty well that's only because they're blue-collar criminals. criminals. Why do you think that they would refer to Ooh, them don't as, say that. as anything else? That's yeah. exactly how they would speak about and it. And what do you think would happen to the one guy that was like, that hey, was like guys, hey, guys, we should have talked like, like that. Yeah, shut dude. the fuck like, up. Oh, well, this guy's the fucking rat. Yeah. Let's kill him right now. Fucking pussy. Yeah. Like, you know? We're killing people. You're ta- You're worried about fucking not using racial slurs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Um, that yeah, just that that whole beginning scene, getting introduced to Donnie and to uh, to fucking uh, Walter and everything is just fucking is is great. Yeah, you know, in a way, Walter is kind of like that too. He kind of is an old an old like gunslinger. Oh yeah, where, dude. Where, he's where, Vietnam and fucking. But like in any moment, he's, he's ready. He's to, itching yeah, to, yeah. to go out <laughs> and, and into the fray, which yeah. is fucking hilarious. They yeah. could be polar opposites, but they're both. I don't know. It's 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 fucking. This movie's so yeah. good. It, the dynamic between the characters. And how would you think they became friends? Because the dude is a conscientious yeah, yeah, yeah. Objector, objector. Yeah, I'm sure. no, for sure. Walter was obviously in Vietnam. Yeah, fucking did some shit. How the fuck do you think they became friends? Just bowling, man. <laughs> bowling or or be- beers and beers and. Can you I imagine know, their conversations? Though? I know. Like, I know like, a lot of people from my early twenties that they had nothing in common but drugs and alcohol, mm. and they stayed friends because of drug and alcohol forever. Mm. And then that's that's and then sometimes you look at them and they can't stand each other. Yeah. And but they have that common bond because I had a they're just like, like that, actually, you know. And it's yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just funny, yeah. but and then they're two kind of like losers mm-hmm. that kind of don't yeah. have anything else to do but to fucking bowl and they don't have have a, a few beers between the two of them. They don't have one hundred and eighty dollars yeah. for a fucking urn <laughs> yeah. for their friend. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, dude, it's it's great. I've, I I want to believe in my in my mind that Walter lives with his like mom at her house that she owns, and he's just waiting for her to like die off. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and his and his ex wife left him, and he's got to he's got to live with her again. Um, all right, what what else do we got here? Uh, I think after after that first I, oh uh, that first scene is the uh, market zero scene, right? The oh yeah, entering the world of pain. Over the line, huh? I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a foul. Oh shit, market eight, dude. Uh, excuse me, market zero. Next frame. Bullshit, Walter. Market eight, dude. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Hey, Walter, come on. It's just, hey, man, it's Smokey. So his toe slipped over a little, you know? It's just a game, man. This is a league game. This determines who enters the next round robin. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't over. Give me the marker, dude. I'm marking an eight. Smokey, my friend. You're entering a world of pain. Walter, man. You mark that frame and eight, you're entering a world of pain. I'm not. A world of pain. Look, dude, I, this is your partner. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Mark it zero. They're calling the cops, man. Put the piece away. Mark it zero. Walter, put the piece away. Walter? You think I'm fucking around here? Mark it zero. All right, it's fucking zero. You happy, you crazy fuck? league game smoke yeah i i love that the the whole scene is great um put the piece away man yeah call, call the, the cops. cops and then uh <laughs> when they're when they're leaving and he's talking to them about being pacifists and everything and then fucking like you see the cops show up and mm-hmm. then run, and it's such great like the way it's framed is because they're doing it uh back and forth between uh walter and and uh the dude and then when they're showing the dude, you see the cop pull in, and you see the lights over his left shoulder, and there's just enough room over his see the cop o- or run. over his right shoulder, but on on the right side of the screen, out the window, you see the cops run in mm-hmm. there, and it's just 
it's beautifully fucking framed and it, it's just really really funny yeah and i i love it man it's, it's market great. eight dude <laughs> bullshit bullshit market eight dude over the line um i gotta i gotta bring in another uh metal moment here great it's not they're not they weren't because they're not a band anymore but it was, a, it was a hardcore band like a hardcore like like metal i don't know why i'm going into semantics here about what kind of style the band was but anyway it's my friend's band they were called world of pain really because yeah. of the movie yeah oh nice that's what i imagine i imagine it is sounds like it. um yeah and so yeah you're entering a world of pain yeah um yeah their constant bickering is is just fucking great um love it love it love it uh and then I think uh, in that conversation, that's where they get to the point of like, oh, they uh, the Big Lebowski owes him a rug because yeah. the rug tied the room together. That's what they're talking about in the car, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they're talking about it in in the in the bowling. Oh, alley in the bowling alley. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they're talking about right before he goes over the line. Over yeah. the line. Yeah. All right. What what are you excited about? Over oh, there? because when they're in the car yeah. and and before the cops show up, uh, he's talking about he's like he's like waving a gun around, man. <laughs> He's like, come on. He's like, you you gotta take it easy. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm calm, calmer than you. Calmer than you. He's like, Walter. He's like, calmer than you are. <laughs> you know, you know what that made me realize? Pineapple Express borrowed that and was like, chiller than you, oh, man. I'm chiller than you, man. Look what you, I'm you wearing. Don't seem chill. Kimono. Dog. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know you, but I don't know if I like you yet. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, I think they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of stuff yeah. in here. Um, there's something that I wrote down that I was like, "Oh shit!" I think this is pulled from something else, or I heard it in something else afterwards. Have you also? Can we talk about how, the way Walter says "man"? He says it. He says it like way more like like stoner California guy throughout the, the dude. Movie. Yeah, man. Come on, man. I never you noticed. Never noticed no, that? I did not notice. Wal- Walter says it's super, super like typical California stoner guy, <laughs> but only like oh, man. What's the scene? Oh, it's when it's when uh, the dude is storming off. Yeah, and he's like, "Come on, man." Oh, okay, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we get another great scene uh, where the dude goes to see the Big Lebowski. Yeah. And we're introduced to the Big Lebowski, but first we're introduced to Brant, who is played oh, yeah. by Philip Seymour Hoffman, and just fucking so good. Him just talking up the Big Lebowski about his accolades mm-hmm. and uh, just he's so fussy, yeah. doesn't want uh, the dude don't, to touch anything, touch. just fucking wonder, wonder, wonderful woman, <laughs> blah, blah. Uh, Mr. Lebowski is handicapped, or no, not handicapped, disabled. disabled. Uh, just... Just so good, um, so many ways. I fucking love him in this movie. And then, yeah, we get introduced to uh, the Big Lebowski, and you know that's when we get the first uh, regurgitation of this aggression will oh, not stand, stand man. man. Did I pee on your rug, sir? Just all that stuff. Uh, are you employed? Employed? <laughs> <laughs> you don't go around dressed like this on a weekday. Is this? Uh so what day is this what day is this (laughs) (laughs) just fucking awesome awesome the dude was friends with the guy on the couch from half Baked. oh no without a doubt they definitely went to college together and then they went their separate ways (laughs) (laughs) and uh just good just good stuff Uh, man good stuff um 
and then obviously that ends with uh, him telling him that he could take any rug that he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we meet Bunny for the first time. Yeah. Which, uh, for the longest time, I've seen this movie like five times before when he's talking to Bunny and uh, she's like, oh, can you blow on your on my toes? And he's like, oh, you sure you, he wouldn't mind? And then Peter Stormer is in the pool. Passed I didn't up. even know who that was, yeah, like yeah. The, the character at all. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, who's that guy? And then so when they show up later, I'm like, I'm not sure who, who, this the fuck dude, is that guy? who this dude is. There's a lot of, who are these guys now? Like, But so, one of the greatest dude, <clears throat> uh, greatest reactions ever is when Bunny tells um, oh, the dude, I, I know what you're saying. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars, and then fucking dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman's laughing. He's just so uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. so uncomfortable, <laughs> and like laughing, <laughs> laughing. Oh, wonderful can't watch, woman! Though. Yeah, he has to pay a thousand dollars, or he has to pay extra. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna go find a cash machine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's fucking great stuff. Uh, really, really good stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, he gets his he gets his uh, his rug rug and gets to lay down and fucking chilling, chilling. Listening to bowling pins. bowling pins. That's how much he loves bowling. That's awesome. And I realize, you know, that's a form of of training right there. Yeah, you're like, he's, yeah, he's visualizing it. He's hearing it. This is the sound I need to hear. It's the sound I need to make happen. When I when after I I throw the ball yeah like, it's like very yeah, listening you could hear the strikes you could yeah. hear the bowl yeah. where it's rolling and everything it's very zen yeah it's great uh, I love it um, it's at this point what 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 do you got there after that I kind of jump jump ahead um, to when uh, he calls him he calls him back to the house when big uh, Mr. Lebowski oh okay so he's back. about bunny oh yeah. I did I did want to say Marty his landlord oh yeah. That guy's great in this role. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, for some reason, I could see Kevin Corrigan in that role, though, uh, from Goodfellas, uh, Detroit Rock City. You know the guy I'm talking about. Which one? Plays uh, Henry's brother, and then he's a car, the car thief guy in, in Detroit Rock City. Oh, yeah. He's in fucking Superbad and Pineapple mm. Express and everything else. Yeah. I, I could see him as that landlord, too. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny. But, yeah, okay, so he goes back, um, which is another great scene. They're, yeah. They're playing the classical music, and he's, like, crying in front of the fucking yeah, fireplace, yeah. which we find out later is a complete ruse. He oh, doesn't yeah. give a shit that the bunny's bullshit, gone. yeah. But, uh, yeah, what did you have for that? I just, strong men also cry. <laughs> strong men also cry. There's a lot of repetition in this movie. Uh-huh. Strong men also cry. Strong men also cry. And yeah. then he's a good man. And thorough, please go see him. He's yeah. a good man. Yeah. <laughs> and thorough. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of that, and I just think it's it's used very well. Yeah, it gets the point across. It's like that Simpsons joke. This town is a part of us all. A part of us all. A part of us all. Uh, yeah, good stuff. So from there, that's uh, he gets his mission mm-hmm. um, to go. I believe it's at that point when when he leaves, he gives him the he gives him the briefcase and everything, and then you get uh, and then more repetition. Her life is in your hands, dude. Mm-hmm. Her life is in your hands, just over and over <laughs> again. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is just fantastic in this movie. Uh, really, really, really funny. Does he have one of the best kind of uh, voices that um, sound? Oh, like without a doubt, like, without a doubt, like this. Yeah, um, I don't know what you would call that, but he's dude, very good. There, at that. there, there is a. Uh, 
because on TikTok they they have it on Instagram Reels too, but they they call them sounds, and mm-hmm. it's recorded stuff from either songs or movies or whatever. There is a uh, and mom, don't listen to the skip forward like thirty seconds. There's this sound of him where people are like mimicking his voice or put it over mm-hmm. something, and he's like, "Your little pussy belongs to me now. <laughs> You're gonna do exactly what I say." <laughs> dude, and I like I've seen it on so many different videos, and it's like, dude, it's so fucking weird. Dude. But he does have a voice that's just that like, very uh, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. Uh, we also didn't mention what's uh, when we're doing that. Remind me of uh, the master. Um, oh man, I gotta rewatch that, dude. That movie's so re- fucking crazy. Only. It's yeah. it's nuts. Um, but yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman just yeah. just great. Great, in this one. great. Um, obviously, the drop off scene mm-hmm. is probably one, oh, yeah. one of the best ones too. This fucking strumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, he's like when he gets there. Fucking for, whore. First of all, he dude. He okay. He knows without a shadow of a doubt. That there is no reason, and he should absolutely not have told Walter that oh, he yeah. should come along with him. But I love when he pulls up and he's standing, and standing in front of like a liquor store or something. Yeah. And he picks him up and he's like, where, where the hell are you going, man? And just fucking <laughs> makes him scoot over and just looking, what the fuck is this? My undies, dirty laundry. And he's like rifling through it. I'll be like, oh, oh dude, bro, come yeah. on. I'm like, close those right away. All right, dude, give me the ringer. Dude, are you the fucking what? this up? Yeah, the phone call's great. Uh, th- th- that scene marks the beginning of the destruction of the dude's car. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that happens is Walter, Walter fucking bails out of the car with the Uzi. <laughs> it hits the floor, starts spinning, and just fucking in a true lies fashion just yeah. going off. Walter's so lucky he didn't get fucking murdered. Yeah. Uh, Jeff's in the in the uh, fucking other side of the car trying to grab hold of the wheel, spins out, and then crashes into that mm. fucking dude. That car takes so much damage. So much. If it had been a modern car, would have never lasted. Through no the way. Movie. Yeah. But uh, dude, that movie that scene's so good, and that, that's the one of the first. Uh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. And so they they uh, that's another great needle drop when they go into that scene is the credence uh, run run through the jungle, mm-hmm. um, but that yeah that scene's fucking hilarious dude <laughs> just absolutely so funny, um, and then we get another needle drop immediately after that of the uh, Spanish version of Hotel California mm-hmm. and that's when we're introduced to the Jesus Jesus I, that's exactly like I hear meet Jesus yeah. fucking pervert are you ready to be fucked man. I see you roll your way into the semis. Dios mío, man. Liam and me, we're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the mo- in the movie that that John Turturro, I think he like directed and wrote it and stuff, uh-huh. but uh, apparently he because uh, he's he's on he's a what's it called. He's registered as a sexual offender, mm-hmm. but I think in the movie or something, 
Because you hear sexual offender, you think child diddler right yeah. away. But I think in the movie is he was like at a public place and he had a pee. So he. So that's what he says in the movie. He's like that he exposed himself. Yeah, yeah. To so an so he was peeing and then somebody like saw him and they're like, oh my god, my children are here. And then so he they didn't called, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think I think oh. that's that's how they get around. And that, that makes sense because well, not. You know, I always thought I always thought that. Yeah, because uh, as I got older, because like as a teenager, you hang out like in public places and drink or smoke or something. Yeah. And I always thought I'm just a teen, but if I'm 18 and I'm at a park and I have to take a leak yeah, and a cock rolls up on me, like yeah. I'm immediately a sex offender. Like that's weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and if they're going, if he's trying to clear up that about the character, yeah, that he didn't actually touch a kid or, yeah, or yeah, intentionally yeah. show his penis to a kid, yeah. Then Walter just got the story wrong, which makes total sense. Yeah, because he's that, a fucking and that he, idiot. Yeah, and that he would uh, <laughs> elaborate and make his own details yeah. about it and yeah. everything. Yeah, it, it makes total sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, meeting the Jesus is great, uh, and then uh, him coming up, him coming up to them, and then obviously you said, "Well, that's just like your, your opinion, opinion, man." man. <laughs> and he's like, "I'll tell you something, pendejo. <laughs> yeah. Pull any crazy shit, uh, flash a piece out." I'm gonna shove it up your ass and pull the trigger until it goes click. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy that's trying to hold him back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's What's the, his name. The yeah, little, it's the, the guy Shimmy dude. Yeah. That he does. I don't know his name. He he says his name, but I forget. I forget. Oh, I forget dude, his name. Yeah, that that part's fucking great. Uh, meeting the Jesus is 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 cool. What else you got over there? <laughs> um, hold on, real quick. Jesus reminds me of. Uh, of uh, fuck, what's his name from Uncle Buck? The dude that's trying to talk to Uncle Buck's uh, oh, uh, uh, niece. pal, yeah, pal. pal, yeah. That's why they call me pal. Kind of reminds me of him. No, kind of a little same kind of vibe. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, um, after that, when he meets Maud, I oh that, yeah, yeah. I that, yeah, meeting Maud is is great. Uh, How come everybody's coming to him? <clears throat> Everyone is just coming to Lebowski. It all started off because they they mixed up the Lebowski. Which is funny because he's the laziest person imaginable, but all these people are using him as their conduit to do their dirty deeds. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this guy? I think think for sure Maud – well, obviously there's a mix-up of who Lebowski it is, but Mm -hmm. with Maud is – she gets wind of her dad hired him to do something and now – Oh, okay. You know – your, my dad owes or my dad owes me so and he owes you so you owe me something mm. blah blah whichever whichever which way it spins but yeah meeting mod is great uh vagina uh just all that stuff is is really good julianne moore in this movie is so fucking good. beautiful and just really funny uh very very strange person in this movie yeah uh she tells him about you know Bunny being in the porno and Jackie Treehorn's connection and everything like that. And then that's when just little bits of information get rolled out to him and he just keeps putting more and more together. Mm-hmm. And then uh He meets her. Who does he where does he where does it go after that? After after he meets he meets Maud, they send him home in the apartment. In, yeah, they send him home in uh <clears throat> they send him a home and oh actually what happens is we kind of jumped around a little bit because before he meets Maud, he gets his car stolen. They leave. Oh, they leave the bowling right. alley after they meet Jesus, it's and then his his, his yeah. car is stolen. That's right. And then, uh, then he goes home. His fucking his rug gets stolen, and then uh, 
he's there with the cops and then Maude tells him That's like, right. oh, I stole your rug. Come see me. Mm-hmm. But then she sends him home. And when he gets out of the car, uh, fucking uh, the Big Lebowski picks him up and and then he's talking. He's like, new New uh, information has come oh, to light, that, that, man. I, that's what I meant. Then. The, the ransom meeting, yeah. After the fact, it's like yeah. it never occurred to you that she uh, kidnapped, kidnapped herself, herself, and that never occurred to you. No, it didn't. <laughs> and then he tells him, he gives him the tone. He's like, anything that they do to Bunny is going to happen tenfold Fold on you. you. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets out. I, I we kind of glossed over it, but when yeah. after they go there's after a the lot. There's yeah, a dude, lot. there's so much. Yeah. After the after they, I love the cell phone just ringing over and over again. They're just sitting there, and then when fucking, uh, I wrote it down too. When like he realizes his car is gone, and like it's been ringing for however long they've been at that bowling alley for dude for an hour or yeah. something. And then when he's like walking away because his car is left, and Donnie's like, "Where are you going? Where are you going, dude? I'm going home, Donnie. Phone's ringing, dude. <laughs> oh, that's what I, what I wrote down, uh, dude. Where's your car?" Where's your car, dude? I was like, is that where they oh, got the dude, idea? Where's, my car? where's ah, my car? I don't yeah. know. Little connection there. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, after that, what else do you have gotten written down there? Um, I have. Uh, so the the when he's reporting the stolen car to the police, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just like, was oh, there anything of value in the car? He goes, well, uh, my car. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, credence, my tape deck, uh, credence tapes, and. Uh, my favorite part is when he starts to go to the papers. Yeah. He's like, my papers, uh, the, the papers. And then he, like, sits back because he knows his bullshit. Yeah. He's like, my my business papers. Business papers. But he's talking about his fucking rolling yeah. papers. <laughs> and he's like, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, he's it's just my business papers. He goes, what do you do? And then he asks him, he's like, what do you do? I'm unemployed. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great stuff, man. Yeah, I don't great know. Stuff. I I like those little parts like that because he, you could tell he's like, man, I'm so full of shit. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, by the seat of his uh, teeth of his seat, like the entire time. Just, yeah, just fucking great stuff, dude. Really great stuff. Um, I think after that he's like chilling and uh, yeah, because he gets threatened by the Big Lebowski, and then that's when he's chilling in um, in the uh fucking bathtub and then the fucking nihilists come in oh yeah and they drop the ferret in the bathtub the marmot? yeah the marmot whatever <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a ferret but and like, then uh we'll nice cut we'll cut off your johnson yeah just fucking i love that they choose johnson yeah that, that's that's what these guys i think they're use. i think they're trying to americanize oh. their vocabulary uh which is fucking funny and then uh after that that's when he goes to see jackie treehorn i think is it yeah I, no doesn't he talk to walter about the toe, he tells him about the toe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're they're uh, at, at the, the cafe, yeah. and then he t- and then uh, I love that part too because it's like in today's day and age, if somebody was having those outbursts, like they're gonna get recorded. Oh, yeah. and then like, but it's been happening forever. I'm gonna finish my coffee. Yeah, <laughs> drinking it. Uh, a toe? He's like, big deal, man. He's I, like, I could get you a toe by three three o'clock. three o'clock. There he's are like, ways you don't like, want to know with nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, good stuff. Um, this is a private residence, man. I do, okay. So I don't know if you if you have it. Um, I don't remember how he does. He take it upon himself, or does he get called in to go see Jackie Treehorn? Um, I think after he talks to Maude, she mentions Dr- Jackie Treehorn. Yeah, he so, go, he, he so he so he goes see. to see him. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is probably one of my favorite. I remember had seen this movie a few times and then not like paying attention to it. And then the first time I was like really into it, this part made me laugh like harder than I've ever laughed Jackie at anything. Treehorn? Yeah, oh. than anything I've laughed at before this. Before I saw that. Wait, no, I think Jackie Treehorn calls him. Yeah, 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 and then he has to go see him um, because he, yeah, because he, he, um, they show up again. They're like Jackie Treehorn wants to see you. Mm-hmm. He knows what Lebowski you are. And then when he shows up, he tells Mods like that's when Mods there and they have sex. And he tells Mods like, "Oh, he wanted me out of my apartment so he could search it or whatever." Even mm-hmm. though they probably could have done that anyway, but um, he takes him over there, and they have just this—it's a bullshit discussion to yeah. kill time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Lebowski at this point is really falling into the private investigator. Yeah, he really thing. is. Like, thinks he's a shit. And then uh, Jackie Chuhan gets a phone call and then appears to write something important down, and then. Crumples it up, throws it in the trash, and oh well, excuse me for a second. He's like, yeah, yeah, and then he runs over and tries to do the old fucking yeah. detective thing, pencil thing, and then it's just a fucking picture of a dude with a giant erect penis, <laughs> <laughs> and the look on fucking Jeff Bridges' face is just like, the fuck, yeah. <laughs> and then he's got to rush back to the fucking couch and pretend like he's like just been <laughs> sitting there the entire time. Oh man, I remember. Yeah, just it's a really stupid throwaway joke, but man, the yeah. first time I saw that and I paid attention to it, I was yeah. fucking dying, dude. Because he just thinks he's like at this point, like, oh, I'm like in it, and I'm mm-hmm. suave, and I can do this, and just you know, I'm gonna use this old technique that fucking detectives used to use, and then that's the information he gets is just a fucking giant yeah. erect cock. They're just looking for the money, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. All they wanted. Um, and then obviously he gets drugged, and then we get. That part's great. His yeah, he his get, trip. get his trip, and yeah. it's dude, uh, another great needle drop, uh, fantastic. Oh yeah, so strange. Um, and Jeff Bridges got some moves in that scene. He's mm-hmm. like shimmying down those stairs at the beginning of it, and it just, it's really really great. Like all the connections that they make in there. He's dressed up like the cable guy in the porno, uh, <clears throat> the bowling pin and the bowling balls being a penis and mm-hmm. and everything. And it foreshadowed. I mean, like. He's got Maud in there, and then right after that, he goes and he sleeps with Maud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just that whole sequence is fucking. It would have been so strange to film it on the day and no, not know, not know, because it's all like CGI background and everything, yeah. and like not know what the fuck this is. Yeah, and then get to see it in theater, like after you shot it and be like, oh, this is it's great. So cool. I don't know yeah. why I was worried about this. Yeah, um, I really like. I didn't put any of the quotes down because. It's just so many. Yeah. But I just really love when he gets picked up by the by the sheriff oh. of the town. <clears throat> uh-huh. And just that whole spiel he gives him. And that's another Western nod. Yeah, yeah. Right? Of the, the, the I don't drifter. like you in my town. Yeah. 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 Stay out of my town. Yeah. Even though, like, they're in Malibu, which is one of the most, like, bougie, chill. Yeah, yeah. But they got a hard-nosed fucking sheriff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I mean, they would. It's probably fucking just... White supremacist dudes out there, yeah. anyway. <laughs> fucking, especially in the nineties. But um, uh, he says some great shit, and I can't even fucking remember. No, he, a lot so of what he there, tells there, there's a, a compilation of, of like him. the greatest insults yeah. of all time, and that one's in there. It's like I don't like I don't like your jerk off name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off behavior, That's and right. I don't like you, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the one, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking great, and uh, and then he's like, "Do you understand? <laughs> you understand me?" And then 
nah, man, I didn't, I didn't quite hear that. He dude, he just fucking mug. belts oh. that mug at him and just banks off his head and then tosses him over. You fucking fascist! <laughs> and then I fuck, dude, today, uh, when I was watching, I was dying. When he kicked, because uh, like, his legs are hanging over the chair, yeah. and then he kicks him, and his fucking legs start flailing. <laughs> and he's just like, and then he looks at him, he's like, I can't believe you just fucking beat my ass <laughs> for this. It's just, dude, it's fucking uh. great. Uh, and and then on the way back, he gets kicked out of the car because he doesn't like the yeah. Eagles, which I still, uh, I mean, she might fight me on this, but me and my family, my mom especially, loved the Eagles uh-huh. uh, growing up. I remember listening to the Eagles all the time, and that could be the reason why my sister doesn't like them, but I don't remember her expressing her distaste for the Eagles before she got super into this movie. Mm. Um, and I just thought, I don't know. Those things tied together too yeah. closely for me. But How do you feel about that? The Eagles about the Eagles? I love the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Eagles are great. They got some dude, witchy woman. Fucking Hotel California's kind of played out. Yeah, but, it's, uh, fucking. What's that song I always sing at karaoke? Uh, One of these nights. Fucking oh, that's amazing, a good song. amazing yeah. song. Uh, but yeah, there's. I love the Eagles. Uh, saw them in concert actually. Oh, once. Nice. It was. It was great. Uh, but yeah, that's when he, uh, I think, uh, yeah. But we, we, before Jackie Treehorn, I know we always, some, not always, but sometimes overlook scenes. We overlooked the, when he goes to meet Larry. Oh dude. Yeah. We totally glossed over that yeah. shit. Um, it's after. That's when he picks up his car. Yeah, he picks up his car, but it's not until he he's driving home and he drops the joint in his. Yeah. Okay, so the first time he crashes because of the drop off. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got the joint in his lap, and then he crashes, yeah. and then he moves over and he sees the homework in there. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. I would have killed myself if we forgot about this. Um, One of the greatest scenes so he, in the movie. He, find, he finds the homework. Um, we don't see him give it to Walter, but it no. skips over to uh, to Marty's play, yeah. his one man stage play, yeah. and then fucking. Uh, oh, yeah. I love how I love how uh, real quick Walter dressed for the occasion. Though. Yeah, yeah, he, he dressed, came up in a suit, and dressed for the occasion. I, I I also love that the dude is he. He, he told he, him I'd be he there. Told him I'll be there, man. Yeah. And, and he's there. Yeah. And he, he's he's there for the show. And he brought Donnie. Brought Donnie. Brought an audience for yeah. him. Uh, it's great, dude. Uh, the dude's a, yeah. dude's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good good guy. Taking her easy for all of us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that dude. that part, dude. That's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, which is insane that I fucking forgot about it. Um, so they <laughs> they find out that this kid not only is the one that not necessarily stole the car, he might have found it and then it was just in it and left his homework in there. Yeah. But they come to the conclusion he took the car, he's got the money. They show up to his house. Um, there's also the stupid ass thing about branded. Uh, which is funny. That's what he's singing when they throw him into the uh, lockup in Malibu. But the show Branded, mm-hmm. which was a cowboy show um, oh, okay. back in the day, uh, uh, the kid's father. What's the kid's name? Uh, I don't remember. Dude, you just told me his name. You're like, oh, they go to his house. No, Larry is the kid. Larry's name. his house. Yeah, the kid's name. The kid, so Larry. Yeah. So Larry's father is the writer of like 150 yeah. episodes of Branded or mm-hmm. whatever. So they show up there. They're like, they see the new car in the front. Yeah. In oh, the my front. God, dude. They're, they're so like, dude, dumb, they stole dude. the fucking money. He already spent the money, man. And it's like, nah, I think he's still got nine, nine dollars <laughs> $970,000. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go in there. And that kid, oh, my God. First, first fucking Walter's yelling at the fucking dude, dude that's 
obviously unconscious. Yeah, uh, halfway dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they bring out they bring out fucking Larry. And then his fucking just whole spiel of like, is this your homework, homework? Larry? So, and this is the Larry? only time. And, this and there's the only another time. repeating thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is over and over again. Larry, is this your homework? And is then, this your homework, Larry? Uh, the dude, and which is funny, which is really funny to me because uh, even an old man in a wheelchair, you know, the dude's giving him pushback at the beginning. And when he slams his hand on the desk, like, yeah. the dude's like, oh, shit, yeah. blah, blah. And throughout the movie, everybody and anybody working over the dude, fucking him up, doing yeah. everything like that. And the only time he shows actual aggression is right to then. this child. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to cut your fucking, fucking dick, dick off, off man. <laughs> And this kid just stone faced doesn't yeah, like, doesn't fucking move. And I, I, it's definitely not needed. And far be it for me to like correct uh, <laughs> what the Cohen brothers do on coverage and everything like yeah. that. But I'm just while while Jeff Bridges says that, and while Walter is fucking saying a bunch of other shit, <laughs> I'm wondering where in the house and what is happening with uh, oh, fuck. I can't remember her name. the The mom in in the in the house, like, yeah. is she behind them, like, listening to them, like, oh my god, like, what's I think happening? She's the caretaker, or the caretaker, or yeah. whatever. But uh, well, I'll tell you what, she's scared, yeah, and also not going to get involved because she's probably undocumented. Oh yeah, so okay, she's like, that makes sense. Zip. Yeah, I'm I'm staying out of this. Yeah. With a bunch of yeah. a couple of white dudes yeah. in the house, yeah. And fucking yeah. Um, so then we get. <laughs> It's like, all right, we'll see now. And then, we'll, and then we get Walter getting up. It's like, all right, see what happens, Larry. You see, see what, what happens, happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, ass. dude. It just starts breaking the shit out of these windows, breaks the 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 car side window. No, turns the lights on so they come up. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I'm gonna say this because this is one of the funniest things about that is that he, when the kid doesn't say anything, yeah, and he goes, "We know it's his fucking homework, Walter." Yeah. He goes, "Do you have the? Where's the fucking money, man?" Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I can see this isn't working. <laughs> Closes the, the briefcase. He goes, going to plan B. Plan B was just made up on the spot oh, dude, when he without, saw without, the car. Without a doubt. There was yeah, no, there plan, was no B. plan B. Plan B was like, oh, that's his car. Oh, that's right. Now I'm going to fuck up his car. What a fucking moron, dude. Dude, just two of the dumbest yeah. bastards yeah. in the world just, you know, surviving together by their barely any yeah. wits at all. But uh, and then the guy, dude, the yeah, neighbor no. comes out. He's funny. Uh, what I love about it too is, he, like I said, he he opens, he bashes in the car, uh, the driver's side door, turns the lights on so he can bash those, <laughs> and bashing the car, and you hear the guy screaming from behind him. And then I love how, dude, because fuck? fucking John Goodman is huge. Oh yeah, and he's fucking going railing on this yeah. thing. And as soon as that guy comes out, like, and grabs the thing from him, he's just like. He's like, oh shit! Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. And that guy's like, man, I just bought that, that car. Oh god, your fucking car, man! <laughs> Runs up and starts. And Jeff Bridges, no, 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 it's not his car, dude. And he's just beating. It. And then poor Donnie's inside the car. Oh, and then we forgot. We forgot about this dude. Uh, <laughs> Before they go over there and he's telling them where where Larry lives. Uh-huh. And I was fucking dying oh, watching it today. It's like, oh, it's by the In N Out Burger or whatever. And then uh uh and they're like, oh, that's off of that. And it's like I said, it was by the In-N-Out Burger. So the, all that happens, and poor Donnie's in the car, and then that guy busts the entire front windshield oh, open yeah. and everything. And he's just shitting his pants in and there. Then, and then, uh, <laughs> like, after that scene's over, it just cuts, and then Jeff's, uh, the dude's driving the car, and fucking Donnie and, and Walter just have In-N-Out Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, after that happened... Where fucking the dude should be absolutely livid. Oh, yeah. One of the two of them was like... Stop by In and Out, and 
He takes him to In-N-Out and Burger still goes. and yeah. then goes with them. It's dude. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. I love it. You know what I love though? Little little detail about the the neighbor whose car it is. That dude is fully dressed, but has dress shoes on. No, he's fully undressed. undressed. He's, he, yeah, I, mean. oh, I noticed that yeah. too. He's in his underwear, a t shirt, and like socks. And so you know he was sitting there like just on the couch or in bed, and then fucking like looked like what the fuck and yeah. put the first shoes he he had next to him and Which just fucking aren't fast shoes that to oh put no on. they're super hard shoes to put on. <laughs> so he was like panicking trying to get that shit and just ran out. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, I noticed that this time uh, around too. It's fucking hilarious. Um, I think on the way back home is uh, he runs into the other PI, uh, Discount Danny DeVito, and yeah. we find out that that guy's just looking for for Bunny. Yeah. Um, and then I love uh, when he's back inside the house trying to nail that shit to the ground, which doesn't make any oh sense. Oh my god! Yeah. And he's just talking to Walter over the over the uh, <laughs> over the phone, and the line is, "No, I don't think Larry was about to crack," and he's just like still at. <laughs> Thinking about fucking Walter on the other side, like, you think he was about to crash? <laughs> it's Shabbos, dude. It's Shabbos. Yeah. I shouldn't be on the fucking phone right now, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they show up, and then Maud, um, when Maud, uh, they sleep together, and then um, she's talking to him about the Big Lebowski not having any money, yeah, and yeah. then he realizes, which is, which is strange, mansion. too, because you would think Maud would put that together. Yeah. Um, but then they go and they fucking talk to him, and then we find out that yeah, the Le- big Lebowski's embezzled that money yeah. pretty much, yeah. and uh, the dude's shit out of luck, and mm-hmm. uh, now he's got all these people after him and whatnot. Uh, what else do you got down there? So we're pretty close to the end of the film. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't know if we were gonna go into like favorite quotes, whatever, but I'll just say this one now. You got any leads <laughs> on uh, <laughs> yeah. on who who did this, man? Yeah, leads. Who- uh, we got we got yeah, a couple of four no, detectives four. down at the at the station. We're working, working in, in shifts. <laughs> dude, his laugh leads. His laugh is yeah. great, dude. Fucking awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> leads. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Super super so good much. stuff. Um, obviously, at the end of the movie, uh, I can't remember why Jesus gets mad at them because they miss they miss the game. Oh, or, it's because because uh, he was he was uh, making an, an excuse about not being able. to Oh, play. on Shabbos, yeah, on Shabbos, yeah, yeah. and then there he and is. and then they're there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're there, and then that's that scene starts with Donnie taking a role. Yeah, and, he and then he misses because he, he never and misses. he stands there and he's like, "What, what the, the fuck?" Yeah, and sadly enough, they go outside, and you think it's, you know. Things can go awry and bad because you got this guy with the fucking sword and these guys yeah. are after them. I love fucking uh, Walter's just like, I've had enough of this shit. Fucking yeah. swings and yeah. throws a fucking bowling ball at, his at gun? Lee. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think he just had enough at that I was point. Like, He's just, fucking strapped. Pull that shit out. Um, but yeah. I uh, he throws it. They get in that altercation and then they realize, you know, Donnie's the excitement of it all is fucking. But you before know. that, I like when he's like, look, man, there is no money, man. He goes, Lebowski's broke. Yeah. And we know you don't have the girl. And then uh, he goes, well, we take what money you have. We fucks you up, Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> and we take the money. And then they're like, well, how much money you got, man? I got $4, man. I got $18, dude. Got $18, dude. He's like, take the fucking $4, man. <laughs> he's like fanning it at yeah. him. 
<laughs> like take the like, fen- like fencing at him <laughs> yeah. with the four bugs. Uh, yeah, he's got the fuck dude you know, with like a fucking uh lancer sword, like fuck yeah. it's ridiculous. Who are dude. these losers? Yeah. yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Um Yeah, super duper funny. And uh then we find out, yeah, Donnie dies, unfortunately. And uh then they're at the not the funeral home, but yeah, the mortuary, mortuary or yeah. whatever, and then they uh <laughs> Have that whole big argument about the urn because one hundred and eighty dollars yeah. between the two of them. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But you know, I would have thought that's Walter had at least that. Yeah, something. Know, like, um, I think for the dude, it's also the principal, and for Walter as well. Yeah, because he's like, dude, we're just gonna fucking yeah, scatter him at sea. We don't need that shit. shit. Yeah. Like, why do we need that? Um, Is there a Ralphs around here? <laughs> and then we. Uh, I love that they keep on using the word receptacle. That is our mm. least modest receptacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the uh, eulogy scene where they're standing on the fucking on the cliffs in probably Malibu. Actually, no, that's um, uh, Sunken City. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, okay. in, in the in the South Bay. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think they're sit- they're standing there and <laughs> it gives them the eulogy. And then he makes it about Vietnam. Always, dude. <laughs> makes it about Vietnam. So, so many brave brave men out there. It's like, fucking Walter. Walter. What's this shit about Vietnam, man? He's like, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. And then, but dude. Uh, that That's honestly the funniest part of the movie to me. Really? Yeah. Is when all the ash goes in. Dude, in the it's, face. it's pretty fucking Because he just stands there and it's just like. He's just like. Fucking Walter, dude. Like. <laughs> I die every time at that part, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and none, none of like a little bit on yeah, his shoulder, and, the, and then oh, he's like, "Oh, oh shit!" shit. It, turns it turns around, around and just, <laughs> "Oh, dude, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude." And then he fucking like hugs him like all sincere, yeah, all sincere. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Let's go bowling. Just go bowling. <laughs> Let's go bowling. Everything's a fucking travesty with you, man. <laughs> Ah, dude, so funny. And then uh, I love I love the dude's reaction to seeing the stranger again. Yeah, walks up and he's like, "Got any good sarsaparilla?" Yeah. And then the dude walks up. Obviously, they don't get a lot of fucking cowboys there. Walks up behind him, but he's so just out of it that doesn't notice him right away. Goes, grabs two beers right next to him, and looks at him. Hey, man, like, how you doing? Blah blah. And then uh, we get the famous line, the dude abides. Yeah. Dude abides. Yeah. Fucking great, man. It's so good. This movie is uh, such a romp, so many moving pieces, and it really adds up to almost nothing. Yeah. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson did a movie called Inherent Vice with Joaquin Phoenix Mm -hmm. that is very similar to this. Where it exceeds in certain areas, I don't think it's half as good as this movie. It is really funny and very strange, but it's a, another thing where it's like a stoned out dude, mm. uh, but he is a private investigator and he gets fucking called and pulled in different directions. And at the end of the movie, you find out that it really had nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if Paul Thomas Anderson saw this movie, he's like, I want to make Big Lebowski. And mm-hmm. he did it. It's good. I have only seen it once, but it's not the Big Lebowski for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a great, great fucking movie, man. Um, is there anything else before we move on to the last segment you want to talk about that we might have missed or anything? Check your notes or whatever. Mm. He really loves roaches. 
Oh, I was gonna I was gonna point that out. Yeah. The entire movie, he's not smoking a full joint no, the whole time. It's all just leftover roaches yeah. from somewhere. It's really and funny. and Melissa pointed out that the roach clip is a hair clip. Oh, is it really? It's that hair clip he puts on one side oh, only because he only has one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that that is his roach clip. Damn, that's funny. Yeah. Um and he yeah, he's using that when he's in bed with Maud. He's yeah. just like <laughs> fucking inhales the ember of the fucking joint, which I've done before. Oh, it's happened to the best of us, yeah, for sure. Because you're always like, oh no, nah, man, I can get just a little, just bit, a little more, bit more. Bro. Yeah, inhale the fucking thing. Yeah. Um, I have two things. Yeah, they're not in the movie, but they have to do. One of them has to do with a scene in the movie. So mm-hmm. one of them is, uh. Well, first I'll say this. There's a bar in Dresden, Germany, and it's a Big Lebowski bar. Nice. Yeah. It's all Big Lebowski, everything. That sounds great. And we went we went there uh-huh. on tour, and we all ordered white Russians. Nice. And it was great. Yeah. That sounds um, great. I haven't had a white Russian since I was, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's time to, to yeah. have one soon. Non-dairy milk for me, please. Yeah. All right. Oat milk. You're weak. <laughs> Well, I'll be shitty all night if I if I drink. That's what a man does. Oh, fuck that. Um. So yeah, that man's asshole is made for shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone out there is ever in Dresden, Germany, there's a Big Lebowski bar. Oh. I forget the name of it, but just look it up. Um. And then the other one we took from this movie, um, when he's banging the ceiling when he gets the car back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And he to CCR. So, because of that scene, we used to do that on tour, and we had this really fucked up van, and literally it was like Lebowski's car. Yeah. It, it was like the dude's car. Yeah. This thing was hol- holding on by a fucking thread, dude. Like, there was a hole in the bottom on the driver's side that air would just come through, and it would be so fucking cold. So, if you were driving, you had to wear an extra pair of socks, fucking <laughs> pants, and and it was a winter tour, so... Um, at one point, whoever was driving, we would just get a sleeping bag and you would sit in the sleeping bag and then drive like that, like that. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Because it would, your feet would get soaked because oh all the, God. all the, all the, all the air and the water and shit. So anyway, we would purposely, you know, someone, whoever was driving, whoever was in, in charge of the music would put on CCR, would put on, uh, uh, fuck, I forget what song it is. Um, Oh, uh, looking out my back door. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, it is. And anytime that song will come on, everyone Everybody's in the band would start, bah, 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 start And then banging. eventually the roof flew off and you guys no. got a convertible. The fucking ceiling, like the whatever, like little, th- like thin layer of, of, of cover. Yeah. It started to slowly come off. <laughs> yeah. After, because of us every day, bah. Just banging it, nice. Yeah, and then we had to tape it back up, oh, and God. then the shit would start falling off again. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. It was, man. A, it was a great memory. That's great because of this movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're at the end of the movie. We have to ask the hard question. I'm a producer. You're a producer. You're making a sequel, a prequel, or a remake of this sequel. movie? Sequel. Sequel. I want to see Little Lebowski. Okay. Remember, because because no, the I know, says I know, that. I know. It's like uh, Little Lebowski on the way. That's dangerous. Every time you get a sequel of a great movie and they add a kid, it's always terrible. No, but he's not a kid. He's an adult now. Mm, still. I, I still think that's a curse. The Mummy, terrible. Mask of Zorro or Legend of Zorro, terrible. Uh, Good Day to Die Hard, terrible. 
Big Mama's house like Mama like son. Terrible. I guess. But I would be down to see a sequel. <laughs> would be down to see. A sequel. Yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see what uh, the little Lebowski is. The little dude. I just want to see what the, what the dude is up to, man. Dude and Walter. Yeah. Where they're at. Uh, it'd be you know it'd be really funny is if uh, Donnie had a uh, addiction of hookers, so he has like thirty kids out there, and they all come asking the uh, the dude for help. Oh. And then he starts the the little Lebowski's underachievers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about Donnie's life, so maybe he's like a undercover or something. Maybe he's, he's like could have been anything. Kind of like a uh, um, Boomhauer. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking FBI agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Jefferson and Married with Children. Well, like XCIA. Oh fuck. <laughs> Or maybe fucking he's Mr. Pink and he got away with the stash. Oh, shit. And he just toned, toned himself down. Yeah. 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 I would go sequel for Big Lebowski. Yeah. I would like to see that. Uh, whether or not it would be good. If the Coen brothers did it, I think it could. It would be yeah. good. Yeah. For I would sure. watch that. For sure. Um, but yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. But yeah. I think that wraps her up uh, yeah. for us. Wraps her about wraps her up for us. Um, you know. Take it easy out there, guys. Uh, we'll be taking it easy for you guys. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll be back again next week with a new episode. Um, We're doing a great episode next week. Should be a really, really, really fun one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, for Play It Again, man, I'm Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Play It Again, man, underscore pod. And we will see you at the movies next week.